Welcome to the Picture of Wealth, a podcast all about living more of your life now, yet being responsible for your future. Lifestyle experimenter, wealth scientist, and financial coach Dustin Service shares life hacks, wealth tips, and interviews successful entrepreneurs on how they're thriving in happiness, purpose, and prosperity. This is mini-series number four of the Life Clarity Summit exercise. And again, we've, uh, we've touched on your lifestyle design plan, leisure health spending, solid relationships. We've covered off risk management. And now we're moving up into the accumulation zone. And the topic of this mini-series is on mental health and how mental health can affect your, your decisions. It can affect your happiness. It can affect your wealth. And, uh, you know, certain biases will lead you to make certain decisions as it applies to financial decisions. Well, your decisions create your destination. There's a term that I can't remember where I picked up, but it's called the Niagara Syndrome. You know, a lot of people go with the flow. You get kind of like you're going down the river and you're caught in the current, current events, current fears, and then forks happen in the road. There's choices you have to make. And so you just continue to go with the flow wherever it's going. You know, you're directed by your environment instead of your own, you know, values and your own sort of beliefs. The result is that people feel out of control. And I I see it a lot with, with coaching people. They're out of control with their financial life. They're out of control with disciplined decisions. And it's not a very fun or it's not a very great place to be. It's, you know, I, I think I'm remembering now it's Tony Robbins is where this came from. It's, you know, he calls it, you're in an unconscious state. And so lo and behold, you get through life and it becomes like, oh, we really got to start building a wealth plan. Or, you know, if we would have known this, we would have changed our decisions early on in life. And next thing you know, they're going down the river and they hear the roar of the falls and they think, you know, well, I wonder what that is. And next thing you know, they're five feet from the waterfall and it's almost too late. Now that, you know, the, the, you know, I could say it in, in financial terms, you know, they're about to take the fall financially. Maybe it applies to a relationship. They've been going with the flow down something and they're going to take a huge, you know, disastrous fall in a relationship or their personal worth. You know, their, their personal worth has been beat down or it hasn't been tended to for so many years that it's just too late. And it totally could have been avoided with a little bit of planning and a little bit of an intention. Now they've got two choices. They can row extremely hard and make drastic changes or take a moment now when you're upstream and make a number of small efforts ongoing to never have to row for your life away from the falls. And that is something I see a lot in in working with people about financial strategy. You know, people talk about balance. You know, and oh, I'm so stressed. Well, a balanced life, you know, there's 168 hours in a week, 56 hours for sleep, 56 hours for work, and 56 hours for you. Now, that is perfectly balanced. In the you bucket of 56 hours, you know, you got your family. If you've got a family, then you've got to take care of that family. And if that's maxed out, then to get, you know, a happier state of mind, you're going to have to cut time from somewhere else to maybe have some self time or some time to do whatever makes you happy. Maybe, you know, if it's it's more time with your family, okay, well, then you're going to cut it out of work or sleep. Well, 56 hours a week and sleep is eight hours a night. You know, studies have shown in, in my research, it's around seven to nine is optimal. So I think eight is probably about right. What if you could carve, you know, a successful, I would say, person that's, you know, a traditional successful person is working longer than eight hours a day. 
Maybe they're building up their business. Well, how could you cut an hour or two out of work to do something that makes you truly happy? Setting aside that time from work is an investment. That's an investment in, you know, yeah, maybe it directly correlates to less money in your bank account, but at the same time, you're investing in longevity in your overall plan. Successful people, you know, I have a chart that I that uh, I picked up from Neil Pasricha, who wrote uh, the Happiness Equation book, an amazing book if you have never read it. But he talks about, you know, high thinking and high doing people. And he lays it out on an axis, you know, doing on the bottom and thinking going up and down. And so at the far right corner is high doing, high thinking. And he draws a box and calls that the burn zone. Now, successful entrepreneurs and successful people can probably live out in the burn zone for longer than the average person because they're they're getting a lot done they're you know quantifying large amounts of data and making decisions but you can't stay there forever or it falls apart then in the bottom left corner where it's low doing low thinking he calls this space and the optimal formula is to move between those two places where you're high thinking high doing and then you're giving yourself the permission to go down into the the space zone which Space to people can mean a lot of different things. Some people, it might be yoga. Other people, it might be, you know, downhill skiing as fast as you can. And that's where you get your recharge. One of the things that Neil Pasricha also comments on is something he calls spousal influence awareness. And I, I can't remember if he uses that exact term in the book, but it's the, the premise is, is that you are the sum total of the five closest influences people around you. Now, that can mean. You know, if you watch the news a lot, well, that's an influence. But most of most people, if you're if you're married, you've got a spouse, a partner, that's the closest person to you. That person can affect your decisions and can affect your mental health, which leads to how the outcome is for your wealth plan. The term that he calls, or I put an acronym on SIA, S-I-A, Spousal Influence Awareness, says that. You know, he has a chart. And across the top of the chart, it's your happiness. And he's got, you know, 10%, 20%, 30%, all the way to 100. So, you know, are you happy, you know, most of the time? Like, you're happy 80% of the time? And then he's got your partner's happiness going down the y-axis, meaning, you know, your partner's happy 0% of the time, 10%, 20%, 30%. So you, you take, like, if you're both happy about 80% of the time, that means that 64% of the time, you are both in a positive, happy mood. Well, when do you think the best time to bring up a financial decision or a financial idea you've got that you really want? When do you think that's the best time to bring it up? Well, probably when you're both above 80% happy. Well, that only is 64% of the time that you guys are together. So no wonder the odd fight happens between spouses is Someone's probably not, you know, at their optimal happiness time. And if you think of the reverse, that 20 and 20, if you're, you guys are unhappy 20% of the time, that means that 4% of the time, you're both going to be absolutely miserable. So give yourself a bit of a break when it comes to the, that moment where you've got an idea to buy a rental house or to buy an investment or a stock tip or, you know, the latest penny stock is your buddy told you about it or your girlfriend told you, hey, you know, this is going to be you know, an up and coming neighborhood, you should buy a condo here. And you go home and you say, hey, you know, we should buy this whatever. And it doesn't go very well. That happens a lot. But now you know, thanks to Neil and his idea that, you know, paying attention to the cues of when you're both in a happy state, that's the time to bring up a financial decision because you'll have a, an actual, you know, a constructive conversation about it. 
So again, I'm kind of on a tangent, you know, away from you know traditional mental health, but your mental health is drastically affected by your spouse, which drastically affects your wealth plan. If you found this episode valuable, share it with a friend. If you found this episode super valuable, leave us a review on iTunes. It will help us continue to bring you top quality content. For more information on anything discussed on this show, visit www.servicewealth.com. That's service spelled S-E-R-V-I-S-S. Any investment topics covered on the show are not investment recommendations, and you should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. This show was produced by Podigy Podcasts. Thanks for listening.